Welcome back to the At The Yard Podcast. We got a special, special podcast for you today. I am joined by PBR Nevada Director Brett Harrison and PBR Arizona Director Shay Sabranti. Gentlemen, thanks for joining me on the podcast today. We got a boatload of stuff to cover, but uh, I thought it was important to have you both on. So thanks for coming on. Absolutely. Thanks for having us, Les. Thank you for having us, Les. Good to see you. Yeah, man. Yeah, this is this will be fun. This is, we've talked about doing this for a while, so here we are. So hope we don't disappoint the audience. <laughs> so no pressure, fellas. Um, <laughs> so things are off and rolling, obviously in California, in in Arizona, as well as as Nevada. Um, Harrison, uh, we'll start with you with Nevada. Yeah. Uh, you know what what are some of the things you've seen? Obviously, you you had a pretty big matchup between. Uh, California and Nevada there last week. So what, what are some of the things you're seeing, at least in the early goings of the season out in Nevada? No, absolutely. Um, the young talent, it's, it's extremely impressive. I know uh, Bishop Gorman's kind of stolen a lot of the headlights, but kind of driving around town, uh, even throughout the state, uh, northern Nevada, there's a lot of young players that are really exciting. And I think uh, we're definitely in good hands for these next couple of years with with all the talent we do have coming up through uh, the the prep scene right now. Um, but as of right now, you have uh, Bishop Gorman, and, and you can't forget to mention uh, Basic Academy, obviously, is, is number 13 in those top 25 West uh, West Coast rankings. But like I said, Bishop Gorman, it's a, it is a pretty senior-heavy group. Um, I believe six out of the nine starters are seniors. Uh, just about every kid on that roster or in that lineup is committed um, to some sort of D1 school. And uh, it, it's it's been pretty impressive watching them so far. The bats obviously have come to play. Uh, there's still some big bats that are still trying to, to kind of catch their stride. But um, one through nine, it's just – it's impressive. And like you said, we had a, a big matchup earlier this, uh, earlier this season, I guess this last week, between – uh, Gorman and Corona, and they favored Gorman kind of from the start. Um, they jumped out a little bit earlier, and, and Corona did make a comeback attempt. They took the lead here in the in, in kind of the earlier innings, but Gorman ended up kind of pulling away. Uh, had a huge grand slam that kind of sealed the deal in the later uh, in the, about the sixth inning or so um, from Burke Mabius, and from there it was just. That was kind of all she wrote. Yeah, well, there there was something there was something else that happened in that game that we're going to get into <laughs> in, in in a little bit here. But you talked about young talent; that seems to be a theme in, in SoCal as well. And Shay, I'm curious: are you seeing the same thing out in Arizona, at least in the early goings of your guys' season? You know, we are. We, especially in the 26 class, the 26 class has kind of taken off for us. Um, our third ranked team, the State Castile. You know, they have a left-handed bat and Ryan Harwood, 26. He's our number one number one ranked kid in that class. Um, outfielder, he's really taken off, 6'2", 195 pounds, USA kid. Um, you know, it's kind of it's, – it's, it's blown up for the 26th class down here, um, making a big kind of impact on, on the state. But uh, – Are you seeing the you know, same had, thing? Had are, the same are, thing going. Are, are you seeing – are you guys seeing the same thing with, with – with underclassmen, I mean, and when I say underclassmen, I'll, I'll lump in juniors as well. Um, 
you know, we're, we're seeing a lot of particularly uncommitted um, underclassmen, whether they're freshmen, sophomores, or juniors, uh, who are off to really hot, hot starts here, um, particularly arms. Um, it seems like arms are always ahead of the bats early um, in SoCal. Um, you know, we're, we're seeing, are you guys seeing some things similar to that? Um, somewhat, uh, our 26 class, I believe we have five or six kids already committed, uh, four, maybe, um, one of them actually shipped out to, uh, to Tennessee, unfortunately. So it, I guess it lessened our number, but, um, in that 26 class, especially, I mean, you're seeing with the transfer portal, I believe the the recruiting process becoming that much younger where they're they're collecting guys and they're uh committing guys early earlier so um that's it's just a a whole new wave we got a couple of texas a&m commits a miami commit um we had a tennessee commit uh before you actually moved out to tennessee um (laughs) there is there there is some serious talent in uh in our 26 class um but I think we're we're kind of getting towards obviously the 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 kids who are getting back to what it was previously before COVID. Um, but now with the adjustment of the the transfer portal, it's just it's going to be a unique time where we're going to be figuring out how how everyone's going to navigate it for the next couple years. So, um, but I do know that there's still plenty of uncommitted guys here in our state and it's going to be uh it's going to be a lot of fun to see who ends up with with some of our top uncommitted guys man the the joke around socal is that there's going to eventually be a high school transfer portal right like i mean that's just probably just a sheer numbers thing based on the size of of the the region of socal versus kind of maybe your guys's entire states but i i mean that that's just like a you know, a running joke out here. Um, you know, we have texts going back and forth with like, you know, when, when does transfer season start? And, you know, it's been a slow transfer season and this and that, and, you know, then, and then, and then inevitably you get, you know, two or three transfers after that. And you're just like, boom, there it is. But, um, you know, but the, one of the things we wanted to cover, you know, here is, is the PBR West coast, uh, high school rankings, you know, it's something new we're doing. Uh, we're doing a national top 25, uh, which I believe comes out today. Uh, but the day before we release the nationals, we release regional rankings. And yesterday was that day. Uh, and, you know, California, we updated our power 25. I'm sure you guys updated your, your top teams as well. Um, and, and so, you know, here we got the, we'll, we'll go, go quickly through the 25 as a whole, but the top 10, uh, is the aforementioned Gorman out of Nevada. Number two is Jesuit out of Oregon. Number three, Villa Park here in SoCal. Four, Notre Dame here in Sherman Oaks. Five, Harvard Westlake uh, here in SoCal. Six, Hamilton in Arizona. Seven, American Fork in Utah. Eight, De La Salle in NorCal. Nine, Santa Margarita in SoCal. And 10, Mountain Ridge in Arizona. So, you know, we touched on Gorman and their depth and, you know, obviously uh, Jesuit in Oregon has, you know, the number one pitcher in the country with Noble Meyer or, you know, and, and so we move to number three, three, four, five, Villa Park, Notre Dame, Harvard, Westlake, 
Um, fellas, Villa Park is is loaded. They made a, a run last year. Uh, they did lose a, a game last week, but they bounced back to, to blow out a league opponent. Notre Dame and Harvard-Westlake play each other this week, man. And, and so if this rain stays away uh, long enough, they might end up playing three games in three days on Thursday, Friday, Saturday just to get this series in. Uh, and that would just be bananas to me. <laughs> uh, so let, let's go to number six in Hamilton uh, out in Arizona, Shay. Uh, you know, what, what do you got on those guys? You know, they're off to a good start. They're kind of what we thought they were going to be right now. Um, you know, they're 5-0 and right now. Um, Big-time offensive team, um, tons of firepower. They got Rock Chalowski, who is the number one kid in our state. Um, and then he is number, I want to say, 14 nationally. Um, the kid that they're waiting to come back, I want to say he's going to make his debut back this week, is Ryan Kutrak, LSU kid. Um, number three in the state, 82 nationally, he's coming back from an injury. Um, so that'll be huge to have him back. Him and a rock are likely to split time at short, uh, when they're not playing over third and short, kind of switching off. Um, they're averaging eight runs a game. Um, pitching was kind of the question going in, but they've had some big time guys step up. Uh, they got a 23 right-handed arm, Ryan Lato. um, actually ended up, he's off to a three and zero start ended up throwing a perfect game early on in the season. I want to say against El Dorado out of California in the yep. uh, in the PBR first look tournament. So he's off to a great start. Uncommitted arm, 23, 86, 88. Um, so they're off to a great start. We'll we'll just see how they keep pushing. Yeah, man, I saw those guys out here in SoCal for the um, uh, the MLK weekend. That's that's a loaded team uh, for sure. Uh, so the number seven is American fork eight De La Salle and NorCal, a traditional powerhouse. Um, and then number nine, Santa Margarita coming off a three game sweep of then state number three, orange Lutheran. Uh, they're just playing incredibly good ball right now. And they've got a sophomore arm, Hayden George, uh, who's got a chance to be special. Um, and then mountain Ridge out in AZ, it rounds out the top 10. Jay. Yep, 4-0 record. Um, head coach, Eddie Bonine. Um, number two in the state for us. Um, you know, they're kind of the they're kind of the combo tool. Um, more, they always say they're a lot more stacked and more balanced um, from an offensive side and on the mound. Um, offense is kind of led by Carson McIntyre, Oregon State kid, center fielder, um, and shortstop Cooper Neville, uh, GCU commit. Um, on the mound, Junior Smith Bailey, future games kid. Um, he'll run it up 91, 92. Uh, and then they got Jackson Forbes as well as a second starter. Um, they're waiting for Ole Miss commit Trey Otten to come back. Uh, he ended up transferring over to Mountain. So um, he should be back in the next couple games, and it'll just add to what they got. Yeah. Uh, and then, Harry, the, the next Nevada team is 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 number 13, Basic, who you, who you touched on a little bit earlier uh, you know, they're pretty loaded, right? I mean, they, they got guys top to bottom. Absolutely. Um, <clears throat> I mean, they're, they're part of that, that kind of that youth rush that's coming through right now. Um, I went out there the other day to watch them play number two or our number three ranked team, Faith Lutheran, who also has a, a really solid group, ton of talent over there. Um, their outfield was freshman, freshman, sophomore, and, the commits were wow. Texas A&M, 
the center fielder was uncommitted and the right fielder is going to USC. Wow. So it's, it's something special once again, kind of brewing over there. Um, it's, it's somewhat like they just reload every year and it's, it's always something, you know, they're going to be tough at the end of the year. And, and, um, what, what you have over there is, is obviously the, the South, South Essene brothers, right? It's kind of a, I guess a well-known name now. Um, every one of them has been to the future games and we're working on getting all of them to the, uh, pro case as well, but their batting order goes Ty South Essene going to Tennessee and you go Troy South Essene, who's a freshman center fielder who is uncommitted, but will likely be one of the guys that we, we look forward to making as part of the, the future games roster this year. Um, and then hitting third is Tate South Essene, who's going to USC, who's playing right field. Um, it's it's a South Essene one through three, and then they have T South Essene, who started that game on the mound, who's the fourth brother, and he's also going to USC. So it's just it's guy after guy uh, in that lineup, and and you see it kind of even through the the bottom half of the lineup. They got uh, Andrew Giles going to Texas A&M, who's a freshman, who's that left fielder. Um, it's just a group that I don't doubt is going to be there at the end of the year. Um, it's just, it's, it's pretty special watching these guys and it's going to be really cool watching them progress through the next couple of years and, and, and how much better they get each year and how much physically stronger and, and everything and how their games kind of take off, um, throughout the years. I'm just honestly bummed that I won't be able to take any of them to the, the future games because they're all, all already committed. But, uh, <laughs> Hey, that's, hey, that's so, going to be another really fun group to watch for the next so, couple of years. So you hear you hear it a lot, right? That the youngest one's always the best one. Is that the case with South Essene? Does he have like the best projection because they're all really good? Um, and unfortunately, uh, we either lost or tied to you guys and them uh, out at the future games every year. Yeah. Um, yeah. So uh, <laughs> is is the the younger one uh, as good? Projects to be better? What's the story there? Um. They're they're all special, right? It's it, it, Troy is Troy is gonna really kind of come into his own here in the the next little bit, I think. And I mean, you kind of look at it. I was a younger brother, and and I'm always biased to think that the younger brothers are always gonna end up being better. So um, <laughs> I, I would not be surprised if he ends up being their best one. Ty obviously has made a, a massive name for himself playing for Team USA, starting for Team USA. And Troy is, I think he's going to be well on his way to, to getting there here pretty soon. Um, plays with a ton of ton of energy, a lot of personality. It's always a, it's always a treat to go watch all those guys. But Troy is, is going to be another special one that I think is going to be on a lot of people's radars here if he isn't already in the, when the summer comes around. Love it. Love it. All right, so let you, you alluded to it there a little bit. Um Let's talk about it a little bit more in depth. Uh, the Pro Case, right? We finally announced it. Uh, it is June 4th at Dado Field on the campus of the University of Southern California, home of the Trojans. Uh, June 4th, uh, we're going to do something a little bit different this year because it's a little bit of a different year, right? We announced our All-American game. Uh, which will be held September 23rd at um, Home of the Brewers out in Milwaukee. 
so we're using this as kind of our last identifier for the All-American game. Uh, and, and so because of that, uh, we're doing something a little bit different in that we are doing a SoCal, Nevada, Arizona, Utah pro case in which, you know, players will go through the workout. Uh, they'll do all of their, their uh, data testing, their visual testing, their athletic testing. Um, and then we'll play a game that'll feature Southern California versus Nevada, Arizona, Utah. Um, Harry, I'll start with you. This was somewhat your brainchild. Um, I'm, I'm fired up about this. Uh, I think it's going to be just based on the handful of guys who have registered for California already on the early invites. Um, this is going to be a pretty exciting event. And, and I mean, likewise for you guys, guys that have, have registered for your States already are, this is going to be, um, awfully exciting, man. Absolutely. I think, uh, it's, it's something that I think is going to actually continue to grow over the next, the next couple of years as, as we solidify the format, um, and how we really want to do it. But the, the goal with all of this is to make this a, a meat and potatoes type event for every team, uh, that is in attendance, right? It's, it's going to be the absolute best guys we got and the formatting of it is going to be what's going to help lead into that All-American game selection where we're going to have the top incoming seniors and incoming juniors going because the All-American game will have this year the top 2024s versus the top 2025s. So it gives you this year's draft class plus a preview of that next year. And that's what the goal is also for this pro case is to not only put our absolute best guys out there that are draft eligible really, in that coming year, um, but are, are likely to be someone that people are writing up or, or keeping an eye on throughout the, the high school season and then giving them a preview of what is coming uh, with that next year. And our, our 25 class has some really, really good players in it here that, that I'm really excited about, that there's still a ton of projectability on their side um, with, with some just some youthfulness still, obviously, in their, in their build and their look. Um, but like I said, the goal is to, is to make this an absolute one-stop shop for everyone who is, who is a decision maker when it comes to these guys, uh, playing at the professional level. Um, I know our, our company as a whole has done an amazing job getting us, uh, in the right spot with, with TrackMan, with Blast, with Visual Edge, all of the information, all the tech that we use is kind of the, the same language that is used at the pro level, at the higher level, college levels, that uh, is used to identify, differentiate, right, and, and evaluate their players themselves. And we're using it to kind of streamline that process for those teams as well, where um, after the event, I mean, these kids are going to have an insane amount of TrackMan data, Blast data. Their visual edge scores are going to be able to, to be looked up. Um, the Swift technology, right? The the new timing system we have that's come out, it's it's unbelievable how accurate this stuff is. And and the best part of it is, it all drops right into their profiles once once all the information's connected to to an internet source. Um, everything drops right into their profile. So before a kid even gets home, all the information's already there waiting for him. Um, yeah, it, and then it's with, oh, with all good. of it, it's it's no with like I said with all of it. 
the the goal is, like I said, to to streamline this whole process so that um, the decision making process becomes more of a yes or no rather than continuously asking questions of, okay, well, what's his spin right here? What's what was his velo in that second inning? What was his spin efficiency? It's it's all there for you, right? It's black and white, and and you are now able to to make a and evaluate an educated decision on, okay, this is a, this is a guy right here. Right. You know, so that's the goal is to, and it's great to have really the four corners, obviously minus, uh, minus a few with, with us, Arizona and Utah, um, kind of making one team. It's going to make this group that much better with the top talent from each of those spots, because it is an extremely limited kind of number of spots we do have for each state on each team, but it's going to make it so, the talent level is going to be absolutely incredible. So um, I couldn't be more excited for this event. And then obviously the venue is, it doesn't get much better than that. Right. Right. So, so yeah, I mean that, that's everything that's going to, to come for the players in addition to some other stuff that we've got, you know, working in terms of, um, you know, off the field stuff for them as well. Uh, but let, let's talk about some of some of the players, um, you know, without getting too far into the weeds. Uh, you know, obviously, it's a very select group. Uh, you know, we've been running pro cases in, in, in our individual states now for a number of years. Um, you know, we had a, a pro case in 2019 that that had has already had three first rounders with, you know, potentially a couple more to come, um, you know, this year out of the college ranks. So it's important to to note the qual the caliber of player that you know we're we're trying to attract to this particular event, right? It, it's not just kind of a a you know hey you're ranked you, you know you're pretty good or hey you know you're committed um, you're pretty good. I mean we're looking for draft type players based on conversations you know amongst ourselves uh, with scouts. Uh, with people who follow this thing for a living, um, you know, th- those are the types of guys we're going after, right? I, I mean, Shay, you, you, it sounds like you've got a few coming, you know, up in the next couple of classes that fit that bill. Yeah. So in the 25 class, we got left-handed arm, left-handed bat, uh, Cameron Caminiti, LSU kid, 2025, um, number two nationally ranked, um, but just big arm that, Obviously projected to probably go in the first round, 2025 draft, um, 95, 96 from the left side, um, wipeout breaking ball, and and just a great kid. He's a great kid. He's an absolute workhorse. I mean, shoot, I'll get I'll get videos from his dad sometimes of him throwing up 500 on the squat rack and <laughs> acting <laughs> like it's nothing. So uh, it's 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 crazy what these Standard. kids can do nowadays at at 16, at 15, 16 years old. Um, it, it's impressive. So, uh, I'm excited to see where he goes. Um, but we're, we're trying to get him locked in for this pro case and it would be, it would be awesome to get him out there, but, uh, but it's been going. Yeah. Yep. So we'll see. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, obviously, you know, Harrison, the target is, you know, the top, you know, five, 10, 12 players, you know, maybe 15, 20 players in, in your 24 class, um, you know, with a handful of 25s, I know for us, um, you know, we have a handful of 25s, uh, who have been invited and, and you know, will be attending, um, you know, and, and then 
you know, then after that, it's, it's, you know, who, who are the, the top guys in your 24 class. So you rely a lot on what you've seen already, right. In terms of bringing the, and getting those types of players involved. For sure. No, it's and and I mean, for us, it's even more limited, right? We have, um, three States trying to make one team and, uh, the arms are going to be extremely valuable. Um, we're going to have to be very conscious of who we, invite um as far as arms go because there there's some massive arms in right in nevada this year and in uh arizona as well as utah and we want to make sure obviously like i said we get the absolute best guys there um to make this event what it should be uh and and as far as us in nevada i mean we're gonna invite a very very select few I guess, guys, um, I've already talked with most of them and, and everyone's been a, almost an immediate. Yes. More of like a, let me check the calendar. Oh yeah, we're good. Let's do it. Type of type of conversation. So, um, we'll steadily start announcing who we're going to have there. Um, we've already had a, a few, we've already had a few registrations, um, yeah. come through, uh, immediately after, uh, sending out the invites. And it, it looks like, um, it looks like we're we're gonna have some of our absolute best guys there, and and they're excited to compete. I know yeah. the goal for them is to is to be identified for that All American game, and this is gonna be their their final spot to do that at. Right, right, and then I'm glad you brought that up because that that's where I was gonna go next. Right, is like this is this is an opportunity for us. I mean, we should mention you know Shooter Hunt will be there, our national director of scouting. Um, you know, he, uh, he is amongst the group of people who has the final decision in terms of the All-American game roster. Um, you know, so the the opportunity for us to not only back our guys, but, you know, do it with what he has already seen as well. That's huge, right? I mean, so it's a huge opportunity for these players to, you know, earn that invitation to what is going to be a yep. phenomenal week of baseball, a few days of baseball out in Milwaukee to end the summer. I mean, that I, you know, we we'll jump into that here in a second, but um, I think the opportunity for these guys to, to do it against a, that level of competition um, and then B do it in front of the people who are going to decide, you know, the all American game. But then in addition to that, the number of scouts who will be there, who will you know, ultimately decide their baseball future. Right. Um, so, yep. uh, I mean, it's, it's a, it's a win, win, win for, for players, uh, and for us, per, you know, selfishly, right. I mean, we get to have those guys at our event. We get to see them firsthand. We get to be on the field with them. We get to mingle with them. Uh, do all the things that we do during an event. Um, so I, 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 I like, can you tell that I'm a little excited for this? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, we all are. We all are. This is, I mean, we we are out and about every every week. I mean, especially now during the high school season, it's it's full full grind mode where we're we're out try, every day trying to to find guys, verify information, um, be the absolute resource for for everything going on within our state and our region. Um, but to to be able to host a like a hyper focused event like that, where it's kind of almost a you feel like it's almost like a flex for you uh, being able to bring your top guys and seeing how they stack up against the, the best guys that 
from the states that we are uh, we do have attending this event, and it's just like this is this is going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be a ton of energy there. I mean, the environment is going to be electric. I mean, the kids are going to get photo shoots and videographers. Gonna, it's going to be it's going to be a whole production. And I mean, these kids absolutely deserve it. I mean, they you can't discount. They've put in the time and the work to to get to where they're at, and now we get to do the fun part and highlight everything that they got going on. So, um, like I said, I, I, I couldn't be more excited. Yeah. What, what's hey, cool. Is, go ahead, Shay. I don't know if you guys are getting the same feedback, but when I talk to these kids about the pro case, they're fired up about the scouts. It's great. But I think the thing that they're most excited about is being able to compete against the California guys and being able to say, Oh, you know what? You got the best Arizona guys, best Nevada guys, best Utah guys. All right, how are we going to stack up against California? Because everybody talks about Cali, you know that. <laughs> but I, I think I think these guys are they got a little chip on their shoulder because they're fired up to play these guys, and um, it should be. I'm I'm excited for it. You know, it, it, it it's funny, man. Like you talk about that, everybody talks about Cali. Like we do our state games in NorCal versus SoCal, and dude, it gets chippy. Like it, it's like, oh, yeah. dude, you know, it's it's. People have this this kind of animosity towards um, towards California, even within the state of California, right? Like it's the state of Southern California and the state of Northern California is is what it should be. Um, but but yeah, no, I mean I think that's part of the the intrigue, right? Like I've I've talked to a few kids and I've talked to you know several parents um, about this, and you know and, and eventually and have had a couple conversations with advisors because that's just kind of where we're at. Um, about, you know, Hey, like this is a, a preclude to the summer, right? You're going to see this, you know, eventually in the summer, you're going to see these arms. Like I know Schulze from Utah is bringing an arm, uh, who's playing down here in the national classic. So like, I'm going to get to see that guy in two weeks, uh, and then see him again, uh, on June 4th. Like that's, that's pretty sweet. Um, uh, you know, and, and it's like, okay, like, yeah, you know, is this kid real? Is he not real? Like, this is what you're going to see. And so I think from a competitive standpoint, anytime you get to compete with your buddies against a, a different group of guys, it just kind of raises the stakes and, and the level of fun. For sure. I mean, it's it's going to be future games vibes with uh, draft-level talent, a lot more polished-type player, and um, – it's going to be a lot of fun. I'm excited to see everyone out there. And uh, honestly, I'm excited to compete. I feel like this is, this is our time to actually get to, to really compete. And it's, it's even more fun to do it amongst the States. So uh, this is going to be a great time. Yeah. 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 Totally agree. And and I'm glad you mentioned the future games we have, (laughs) excuse me. Uh, We have um, a guy from, our future games team from a couple of years ago, that's coming, um, that this guy is, is going to blow up this summer, man. It, and I just, I got a really good feeling about him. He's off to a really good start and it just, so that's going to be fun, right. To see kind of that progression from a uncommitted kid to future games, to committed to preseason, all state to pro case to hopefully Milwaukee. Um, <clears throat> so that, that'll be kind of cool, um, to see that. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's, it's, uh, it almost seems like a natural progression now for, for these top guys. I think every, every player that we have invited or are going to invite 
has come through the future games. I mean, they're that's that's something that I think people are, are starting to to really look forward to and honestly strive to to be a part of that event. And with with this event this year, I think the the plan that we have, everything that we kind of already have set up for for it, um, this is going to be probably that next one that they really look forward to uh, as a as a top committed player as a top uh, prospect within the state. It's like, okay, I got to go to the future games. Now I get to go to this pro case in, in SoCal and, and stack up with the best guys in our, our Southwest area and see kind of really where I'm at. Um, and the goal is obviously we're, we're going to be highlighting guys uh, throughout the event, throughout the day. And I mean, it, like I said, it's going to be a hyper-focused event. These kids, these guys are going to get uh, a ton of attention throughout um, with the workout, with the, the photo shoot before, with the game. Um, and, and I expect that game to, to be a lot of fun. Yeah. I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised if it gets if it gets a little chippy just with the attitudes, <laughs> with, uh, with guys wanting to win. Right. Because right, right. Um, SoCal is the, the giant out here. And um, Nevada, Utah, Arizona, we feel probably like we're the smaller states and and taking down the, the SoCal giant would be, uh, it would be awesome for us. You're you're so, the you're, target. You 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 feel like the redheaded stepbrother? Is that what you're saying? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we're looking at the third baseline. Less is going to be given signs. Oh, dude, hundred percent. Hundred percent. Be given signs. No, no, Jay Bodwell, exactly. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, all right. Well, dude, fellas, man, th- this was great, man. I, I really appreciate you guys hopping on this and, and doing this. Hopefully you can do it, you know, somewhat regularly, uh, with the, uh, regional rankings coverage. Um, you know, that was, uh, that was pretty fun to do. I'm glad you guys, you know, took some time to hop on the podcast today. Absolutely. Thank you for having us again, Les. Thank you, Les. Big thanks to PBR Arizona's Shea Sobranti and PBR Nevada's Brett Harrison for joining me on the podcast today. Be sure to check out PrepBaseballReport.com for all your news, rankings, and event information. Until next time, we'll see you at the yard.